Warning. This podcast does not contain actual virgins. Discretion is advised. The Movie Virgins. And I'm Lindsay Schaefer. And this is a very special episode of Movie Virgins. Sort of. <laughs> it's special because we're back. It's not special because <laughs> we watched Morbius. Ouch. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so I picked... So let me just explain the setup. Mm. It was my turn to pick. Mm-hmm. And I gave the suggestions to Lindsay of we could watch after... Starring Hero Finds Which Tiffin. Which is just because you wanted to ogle a child. Yes. Or we could watch Vampire Academy. Which is also a children's book. I- I'm sensing a trend here. There, It is a trend. And then I was like, or we could go to the theater and see Morbius or X. Yeah. And I should have, hindsight, I should have said X because I've actually heard good things about it. And then <laughs> Lindsay was like, oh, either is fine, but I'd pr- obviously prefer Morbius or X. And then I thought my setup worked because we were going to the theater and I was like, we can go see Morbius. To which Lindsay responded, you know, that's a Marvel movie. Yep. So my setup backfired and I was forced to watch a Marvel movie in You weren't the forced. Theater. You chose. I did You purchased it. the ticket. What I chose was a vampire flick starring Jared Leto. Leto or Leto? Leto. Jared, Jared Leto. Catalano? Jordan Catalano. Exactly. Starring Jordan Catalano. And let me tell you something. He looked good. Oh my god, he's like fifty. He looked amazing. Yeah. Well, his, I mean, not not in the beginning. Or wait, you do like Pasty Pale? Did I you do. like him as his veins were like throbbing out of his? <laughs> I thought that his flesh. pecs were kind of a little misshapen when he made uh, the transformation. That is very body shamey. But his skin was just like what? It was fake tanned. Right, I know, but just like it, it just looked amazing. He just looked amazing. Yeah. No. Again. For being 50. Like, yeah. come on. Didn't look 50. What does he do? Uh, maybe he probably he is a vampire. bathes in virgin blood. Probably. Or semen of some kind. You mix them together. So, Lindsay, could you please describe to me the plot of Morbius? Sure. There's this guy. He's Do- a doctor. Well, Dr. Michael Morbius. Right. So, all, already off the bat, the fuck is that name? But sure. Okay. His name's, his name's Michael Morbius. And he has some kind of mysterious disorder some sort of mysterious genetic disorder that requires him to have uh what i believe are blood transfusions it's all very vague (laughs) not scientific (laughs) it's all very vague what kind of ailment he has uh but he is smart we know this and he does uh go and study real hard and becomes a doctor Mm -hmm. and then he ultimately creates a uh, blood substitute that can be used on humans and has helped save many people. Yeah. Uh, but he's still dying, slowly dying, Ruh-roh. of this very mysterious illness, mm. which he gets in his head would potentially be cured by vampire bats. And For some so, reason, that has to do with coagulants. I don't understand which it. Which doesn't make any sense anyway, None of it made sense to because me because I, they eat the blood. Well, here's the, the blood thing, inside of them. I would assume if he's receiving blood transfusions that he probably has a problem clotting, yes? Sure. So what's in vampire bat's saliva is an anticoagulant. But it's not in their blood. But he took out part of the bat, like around its stomach area. Some kind of So I'm wondering if he actually synthesized something in the saliva. Okay, I'm getting into the science of a comic book. The quote anyway, unquote, science. Anyway, to try to cure himself and his friend who has the same mysterious illness, Dr. Michael Morbius transforms himself into a vampire. But it's like a but he's like a bat. And then he He's like a vampire bat. Like, does shit 
Um, and then his friend also takes this because he wants to be cured, but his friend's also kind of a dick, which you get from the beginning when he's a kid. Like, he's still, like, he, he kind of beat the shit out of that he kid out the shit af- out while he was fully. unconscious. Yeah. Um, so he's a little bit of an asshole already, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's not surprising that he would take this cure, which Morbius called a curse, which is, you know, that's what happens in comic books. Oh, you've been given a power. Is it a cure or a curse? Yeah. Or evolution or... But you now have great uh, responsibility. Yes, with great power comes great responsibility. This is what I have heard, yes. Um, and then he has to thwart his friend who's going around town, killing people, and then the movie ends. <laughs> Basically. But it wasn't quite as succinct or Oh, even succinct simple. it was not. No. I mean, we were everywhere. And... Yeah. Which is funny because I feel like the pacing was the worst thing about the movie because it it went through things way too fast like there was very little explanation which is probably because there's no actual scientific but it also, explanation at the same time of these felt things very long but and exactly it <laughs> somehow it also felt long and slow painfully slow the character development was non-existent no and there were so many things that i just didn't understand okay i have a quick thing that i want to put in here sure because i do think you know you mentioned it's marvel it is and i think comic book movies of course get a really bad rap but i would say there are many marvel movies that are and comic book movies in general like x-men you know i love x-men there are movies out there that are good there movies. are yes we watched for example captain america winter soldier right or you would agree that that Ragnarok. was that yeah. was actually a decent movie those were good movies yeah. the characters were well developed the writing was good the exactly. pacing was good so i want to be clear sense. that you can make Right, so something, here's what the movie did have. Cool special effects. I, I did like. But still like medium on the special effects because I felt like it felt. It depends on what they were. Like it was fun to watch. It was pretty. It was cool. His eyes shifting where it was. Yeah, oh sure. When so you like, used the echolocation, it was The really actual cool. visual uh, aspects I think right. were fun. Were here's what it also had. Jared Leto is hot as fuck. And the woman who played his counterpart, oh, Dr. Adria, Bancroft. Adria. She, you know what You know what I know her from? I know her from the Emerald City show. Yeah, that sounds right. You know what I know her from? What? Narcos. And... Adria Aro, Aro, Arjona. Arjona? Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, I or know Adria her. Arjona. She was on know. the She's f- hot as fuck. first or second episode of Narcos. Um... With, like, one of the sexiest, hottest scenes, of course, because she's right. one of the sexiest women right. on the planet. And then she was in Triple Frontier, where she got to okay. fuck Oscar Isaacs, too. Like, so, she gets some great roles. So here's the thing. She's hot. He's hot. Yeah. But this is, like, a PG movie, so it is not horny enough. No, there was nothing. There's one point where they kiss, and it was a weird kiss. It didn't kiss. even make sense, because they weren't even a couple. Even though on the and there plot was synopsis no... on Wikipedia, it says that they are dating. But they're not I, dating. They're I co-workers. felt like I felt like it would have been better. So there, because there was zero real chemistry, like the will they won't they kind of chemistry. Not no, necessarily. there was none. There was none. They tried. Been, they tried really hard, but it but didn't it would have been better to me if they had just said that they're dating because then I could understand the kind of casualness that right. they had with each other because sure. they obviously had a chemistry in terms of like they've known each other for mm-hmm. a long time mm-hmm. they care about each other so if you had said to me that they've been living together for five years i'd be like yeah that's what a relationship would be like but instead you get but, this really random kiss and it's yeah. like what the fuck even like why why the fuck did they even kiss and the thing is so matt smith plays milo mm-hmm. um or lucian i guess mm-hmm. was it lucian yeah was his, his real name yeah. but he's called he's given the nickname milo by michael morbius because M M M M M M M Milo, he's the bad guy, right? He becomes the bad guy, and when he gets the power of the bat, let's just call it that. Power, um, of, the power the bat. of the bat. <laughs> he's like, I want to fuck. I want to live my best life. I'm living in this amazing body. He immediately goes to a bar and tries to pick up a girl, and I'm like, yes, that is what you should do when you find out that you can finally fuck and you have a great body. So... I was I ready it, for it to... It and, depends on the individual, right? <laughs> like, he was already living that kind of lifestyle where that's what he wanted. What did Dr. Morbius want? He wanted to help people. Exactly. But he also did it inside of a very hot body. Sure. Lucky for him. And I would argue that he even aside... Okay, I'm sorry, guy who I think maybe played do- one of the Doctor Who's. He was a Doctor Who, yes. But I don't like his face... 
It freaks me out. It's a little bit reminiscent. He's attractive, but in that kind of weird oh, way. It's like a little of reminiscent way, of And he's like very tall. Eric Stoltz in Mask. Okay, sure. Like your head's really too big <laughs> and your skull features are just... Poor Matt Smith. Freaking me out. I apologize. Um, You're just not Lindsay's type. Not my type. So even when he got hot, I was still like, that's a shame the bats couldn't make him hot, hot. <laughs> and he's wearing these like very ill-fitting suits, which is funny because you would think he would be wearing... Suit before the suits would have been ill-fitting because he wasn't buff but then it got buff but the suits were still ill-fitting with like a pair of tennis shoes yeah it was weird it was i mean i guess weird. because you have to run here's here's something i didn't realize about bats apparently they have the power of super speed <laughs> what the fuck was that about <laughs> all of a sudden like i have the power of the bat within me and so i can just speed i'm super fast and when i move like i like kind of disintegrate in places yeah and also like there was a part where they're in the subway and he was flying in front of the train yeah that that, didn't make any sense no didn't didn't make any damn sense i don't i don't understand yeah it was really confusing cool there were a lot of other things that i just i felt like it just didn't make aside maybe we should start with aside from jordan catalana's body (laughs) what did you like um, I liked his outfits. I liked his outfits. I didn't like anybody else's clothes. I only liked You didn't his like outfits. the full denim ensemble? <laughs> no. So here's the other thing. It is very rare that I would ever yell in a movie theater, but I felt like somebody had to call her out for that all denim ensemble. It was gross. So here's the thing. You didn't call her out because she wasn't there with us. Nor was the costume designer. There were like five heard. people in the theater. So I'm just like, saying. I didn't need to. What was she wearing? Um, what did I like? I think I always like a vampire story. Mm. Um, and I, I think the comedy from the cops was supposed to be there. It was supposed to be intentional. Like, yeah, I think so. I don't know that it was particularly well done. Right, but so that one cop, the I can't remember the actor's name, but it was either Tyrese or it was Al Tyrese. Madrigal. It was Al Madrigal, Agent Rodriguez. Yeah. He was really funny. Um, maybe. Maybe it just felt weird. And I like El Madrigal. Maybe it just felt weird where it was. You know what was the most off-putting thing with the cops? Mm. That point at the end where they come to the hole in the ground, which, what the fuck is this? And Tyrese is wearing a bulletproof vest and El Madrigal, not so much. It's like, did did you not get the memo (laughs) that you, A, are supposed to It was under the suit. No, I don't think so. Either they really want to sacrifice him and they were just like, oh, bro, we just ran out of these. Or Dyrus just wants to look really cool. <laughs> I don't know. It was very strange. So looking cool. That is the thing about the movie that I, it looked cool. Did you notice the scene where, okay. <laughs> First of all, I don't understand why two men who can barely walk and are dying and need to be hooked up to Decide like. to go for a walk. Blood transfusions. Yeah, would ever go like, let's go for a walk and then walk blocks in New York mm-hmm. City. It makes absolutely zero sense. But did you notice that every single extra was like under the age of 40 and gorgeous? I did no- notice that they all were cute. Yeah. What the fuck? Who is, I'm sorry, who's the casting director? Who is responsible for getting <laughs> extras? Because you should be fucking shot in the face. They all looked really good. Yeah. It's dumb. It's stupid. So, I liked how it looked, and I liked Leto, yeah. and I liked Leto, and the, I liked Ad- Adria, and I liked his costumes. Okay. That's pretty much it. I mean, and they, the whole science thing aside, it's a cool idea, and I thought the opening scene was very cool, when they're in Costa Rica collecting vampire bats. Uh-huh. Like, that was kind of neat. So, I think... The thing about the science is there there are certain things, especially when we talk about like a comic book movie, there are certain things that I'm willing to accept depending on how you build the world. And I don't feel like there was any, A, there wasn't much building of this world, which is how it ended up being mm. really, so in the Marvel Universe, yes, you have Morbius, you also have Blade. So it makes sense that they would say things like, do these look like fang marks? Mm. Or maybe think that maybe there could be vampires that are real, was, that kind of thing. But yeah, there they was no really scared of him. But there was no weren't... indication that Blade or vampires or anything had existed. But they before. didn't see the cops. Nobody seemed kind of like blo- like scared that there right, were vampires. Confused. Right. They were just like, yeah, seems like maybe a vampire. And they even called exactly, which seems really bizarre. Right. Also, apparently, we're living in a world where 
there aren't cell phones? Are there... There were cell phones, but people are still using newspapers to get their news. Yeah, I don't even remember noticing the cell phone thing. But I think that, that to me, goes to world building. Like, you can touch on these things to make it clear that this is the world in which we're in, and Mm -hmm. I didn't get any of that. So it made things feel really weird. The other drawback to the science of it is some really stupid shit. Like, this girl starts to have issues and she runs in and she's like her kidneys are failing oh my god you can tell that by looking at her heart monitor you're the worst fucking doctor on the planet that doesn't make any sense at all and that's just the tiniest little thing like you could get that from watching shitty episodes of er yeah that that's not a thing so have a little bit there has to be some realism tied in for me yeah like for example you have the power of the bat but now you're able to go at super speed, even though vampire bats don't have super speed. So the I, rules, it make the rules of Morbius was, were weird. Like, he yeah. somehow mixed, he somehow gave himself a serum that turned him into, like, part man, part bat. Uh-huh. But he's, like, a vampire. But he's not a vampire. It's he's a, like a vampire. Oh, my God. This, too, right? He's talking about, he's, like, as he's talking to himself for that 12-minute journaling monologue thing he's going on and on about how it's losing it's the uh fake blood is losing its effectiveness effectiveness. but what he he says he goes i find that i'm craving blood human blood (laughs) why would you be craving human blood vampire bats they might feed on a human if they're there but they're they do not seek out human blood a and b the only reason i would think that you as a human would be craving human blood is if vampire bats craved bat blood mm-hmm. which of course they don't because that doesn't make any fucking sense so it doesn't make any fu- in fact it goes against the evolutionary concept of changing into something for the betterment of your 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 right. your being if you craved to eat the things that you do in fact, vampire bats will actually feed each other to keep each other alive hmm. you're doing the exact opposite by feeding off of your same species it right. makes no sense can, can you also explain to me maybe why they had to do their little experiment on, on international waters? Because that... Like, I love the title. <laughs> I loved the title of international waters. Just just that. That's where we are right now. We're in international we're just waters. Inter- but I love it. Because like, it's illegal everywhere. I know. But, like, they still could have just done it. Like yeah, you don't I, have to tell me that. Right. That's I know, the funny like, thing. That was like, the best. You have no world building in terms of, like... Does the society know about vampires or believe in them? We don't want to address that, but we but want to loss. be very clear about the fact but, that you're an international he's talking to water. his friend, and he's telling, he's telling Milo, he's like, I'm going to need your support here, and it's going to have to be on international waters. Yeah. But we had to actually say that, and then they have to tell us we're in international waters. Yes. And then... Because otherwise not, I was thinking you were, like, in Lake Erie. But then we're also just on a, like, disgusting fucking ship full of mercs, as Agent Rodriguez called them, yeah. hired guns... In this very, what Agent Marie has also referred to as unsanitary conditions. <laughs> I mean, it looked that way to it me. It was just wild shit. It was just wild. And how... So, do you know what else I loved? Speaking of science, Dr. Morbius is a doctor and he's been a doctor since he was like 15 or something. Right. And he comes across Martine, who's unconscious because she was hit in the head. And how does he help her? He covers her up. He puts a blanket on he her. He puts a blanket over her. <laughs> well, that <laughs> and like... And then he calls the authorities and then he leaves the boat. Yeah. He can also swim by diving very well. under the water in international waters. In international which, waters. Of course, vampire bats and humans both have the ability to to swim long distances. Swim like dolphins, <laughs> right? So who knows where the fuck they are in international waters? She's it was off the coast, off the east coast. Or has something. a really head trauma so bad that they have to like intubate her. Yeah, she was on a ventilator yeah, and then in she's the hospital home the next day. And then yeah, so who knows how long it took to get? Which the coast guard could have got to her and like airlifted her out of there. Sure. Um, and then the boat comes back or whatever. But then, but she's so strong as to so quickly recover right. from that head injury. And yet she gets poked in the throat and she's like, uh, uh, I die. It's vi- and then we just have this series of scenes where characters are together two by two. You know, she's with Milo. Milo's with the dad character played by Jared Harris. Milo's with Morbius. Mor- Morbius is with uh, the J- Jared Harris character. Morbius is with... The Dr. Bancroft. It's just like a bunch of just random scenes like shackled together. It's just so dumb. And then you never realize 
like, so somebody kills a nurse in their lab area or their mm-hmm. lab or whatever, and everybody assumes it's Morbius, but then it turns out that it's Milo. Mm-hmm. But there's no indication that it's Milo. Morbius just, and also, when I they- I mean, co- I assumed because, and I think most people did, right. when he was talking to Milo about not taking this magical serum, Milo was like, but I really want it. So I guess I kind of figured it was him I that he had have- gone back and taken it. But did that happen after they arrested, after they, no. No, no it happened it, before. It happened before. You know what? You went to go I pee. I went to go pee, but that was after he'd been arrested when Milo right. came, who was the doctor. So did you see Milo come in and pretend to be his lawyer and talk to him? I only saw, like, a snippet of that. Yeah, so that was that was when you discovered. He didn't tell him, but what he did was he left blood behind for Morbius. Okay. And he left his cane behind, too. Okay. And so then you realized. Yeah. Okay, so that so was, and that was when Morbius thing. realized. Okay. So he, as he left his cane behind, was like, oh, shit, he's, he's looking healthy. He's okay. going well. And so he drank the blood and then busted out. So explain to me then, okay, so Morbius, he's at the lab and he knows he needs to get out. So he takes some blood and he puts it in a knapsack and he's going to try to get out. But he runs into. He also the, didn't put it on ice. Like it wasn't No, he just tossed off. it into a bag. He runs into the agents on his way out, so they start to question him. And, of course, at this point, he's faking that he still has his blood Uh disorder and acting weak or whatever. And then they get the call that there's a dead nurse. And he runs. And he runs. But then they get on the rooftop, and then then something happens, and he stops, and they capture him. Yeah, it feels like he just gave up really quickly. I don't know if he, like, didn't trust himself to fly off the roof or or like, if he didn't trust him to fly off the roof, or he felt like he should be apprehended. I don't know. That didn't, none of that made any sense to me. But it felt like they had to get him in jail, so they had to get Milo to him in jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just was all just, like, fucking just so, just, because he easily escapes from jail. Morbius does. Well, once he gets the blood. Which Milo had to bring in for him. It just didn't make sense. So maybe, and I, when I was reading the plot synopsis on Wikipedia, they kind of were saying he was running out of time, he was running out of blood in his system, and that's how they caught him. Mm, sort of. Could be, but it wasn't clear. It was not clear yeah. at all. So then they toss him in the clink, he gets out of the clink, and then at this point Milo was gone bad. Correct. Okay. And then the other... Although, th- I mean, really... Up until the the doctor father figure, that was a shitty thing to do. But, like, the guys he killed outside the bar were just fucking douchebags. Nobody would care about that. The nurse was kind of an accident. Like, he even said, hey, you remember what happened to you on that boat when you first took the serum? Mm -hmm. Like, I had no control. I didn't mean to hurt her. The life, life does not seem to be precious in this movie. I mean, even Agent Rodriguez is like, they were just, like, hired guns. You know, I don't care about them. Well, they were mercenaries. But the nurse... But the nurse. But, but they're still people. We shouldn't yeah. just be killing people. I mean, they asked for They were it. ready to forgive Morbius for killing a bunch of hired guns, maybe because it was in international waters. Um, Which, if it was, you would have to wonder why they were even there. Who has jurisdiction in international waters? No one? That's the whole fucking point? And then the other thing that I'm trying to understand is... <laughs> I'm sorry. So we're we just a text we just for Mike about Morbius. What does it say? It says, Leah, are you telling me you went to see Morbius in the theater over the Batman? Yes, Mike, that is what I'm telling you. <laughs> yes. For the podcast, Mike, for the pod. Are you texting him back? I'm saying that is correct. Um Yeah. No judgment. I didn't think about that before. What the fuck are these New York City detectives doing there? There, nobody has the jurisdiction. They're FBI. They're FBI. Were they FBI? I thought they were FBI. Are you yeah, sure yeah. they're FBI? I'm pretty sure they're FBI. It, they're, the agent in front of their name, and I'm pretty sure they said FBI I at don't some point. Remember them being okay, agents. so the other thing I really, really need clarity on. Yeah. So he kills Milo, kills Jared Harris, or leaves him to die, so that Mobius will find him. Morbius, Mobius, Morbius will find him, and then. Do you wonder why he called Morbius and said, "I need help," instead of calling nine one one because you're bleeding to death? No, I hadn't even thought about that, but that's a really great question. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. My first thought when I've been stabbed in the gut and I need help is to call 911. (laughs) Wait, I just need to also point out here that Mike was accusing me by saying, Leah, you went to see Morbius in the theater over the Batman. And when Lindsay said that is correct, he then goes... You went to Lindsay, so the assumption he, was that it was just me that would have because gone he to very this. obviously <laughs> thinks more highly of my it's, movie no, choices. I, I get it. I get it. I completely understand. So he kills Jared Harris, or he leaves him for dead. Morbius goes to find Jared Harris, and then at this point, Milo has gotten a hold of Martine, and so which 
Th- oh. This was the part where you started to lose it. So Morbius, he gets to Martine, and she's bleeding out because Milo has bitten her in the neck. And what does she say? May, may he count for something. Make it mean, Make it something. mean something. And Lindsay's just, like, losing it because it's fucking so stupid. And so then there's this weird, very weird moment between the two of them. And then she dies, and then he drinks her blood. So she's yeah. dead, which we all know from having watched... Interview with the Vampire. Interview with the Vampire. You don't drink dead blood. No, but... So, but he's not. It a depends real on well, and and it also does depend on how dead she is. So, just okay. because her eyes closed doesn't mean that everything shut beating. down. And even if her heart stopped beating, that blood is still good. It's not going to stagnate in the system that quickly. Okay. He could still All suck right. it. So, so I'll, I'll, I'll give him that. Yeah. Okay. So he goes and he drinks her blood, and then he takes off, and then. Later, towards the end of the movie, there's just one shot of her after he's, like, Opening her eyes, yeah. Where it's, like, <gasps> she opens her eyes. And it's, yeah. like, Bella in, like, the last, like, at the end of Eclipse where she's like, opens her eyes and she's a vampire now. But, like, how the fuck did she become a vampire? Because they, they kissed and he had blood on his lips and, she and it was it? his blood. Is that what it was? Or did she bite him? Um, I assumed that was it. I don't, but I still don't know how that could even work. Because when he turned himself into a bat person... He had to like, she, okay. <laughs> she, she very obviously did a lumbar puncture in the worst possible way because he was just sitting there. Right, and bent that over. makes zero sense either. To give him the serum. Worst doctors on the fucking planet. Right, but on um, international waters in a shitty, in a shitty right, 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 yeah. exactly. But the point is, is in order to transform him, she had to actually inject him with this serum in his spinal, in I mean, in right. a CF fluid and. Yet she's able to transform after just Ingesting sucking his on blood. his lip for a sec. Which, that I follows the vampire lore, but do you think But she... he even said at one point, not that kind of vampire. But why the fuck would she bite his lip and drink his blood? I don't know, for fun? Wouldn't she do that if Jared I'm Leto... Ha- so I just like, I would definitely... So confused by all of it. Absolutely. Jared Leto comes up to me. I'm biting his lip. And as long as I am that close to his blood, you might as well taste it. You think that guy's high on drugs a lot, right? I mean, if he is, they're working for him. I remember when we went to see, it was, we went to see Walk the Moon, mm. but they were opening for 30 Seconds to Mars. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And 30 Seconds to Mars was just Jared Leto, and he was just out on the stage. Doing his in thing. In a big, like, cape thing, like, spinning around He's in a bunch of his, pink and red thing. lights. Yeah. Just living, the, living his best life. Oh, wait. Okay, so. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, it doesn't, but, but sure. honestly, that was more confusing to me. Then Michael Keaton just showing up at the end of the movie. So the Michael Keaton thing is because you haven't watched any of the Spider-Man. So the first Spider-Man, Spider-Man Homecoming, um, he was the, the bad guy, the vulture. And he was in prison after that. But then the most recent Spider-Man, <laughs> they, uh, they opened a tear essentially in the space-time continuum in the multiverse. So what happened, that was, you, you've seen all the memes, you know how like, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield came into this Spider-Man movie. There were three Spider-Mans together. Right, exactly. And they're from, and they were actually from different dimensions, Spider-Man Good job explaining all the different Spider-Mans. Good job, Spider-Man Marvel people. So, yeah, it was, it, but it made sense because what happened is there was a tear in the multiverse. The multiverse being the multi-dimensions. Sure, fair. And when that happened, some people got sucked in, some people went out elsewhere. So, like, there was a little um, add-on scene, bonus scene in Spider-Man where at the end it's Venom, Tom Hardy. Mm -hmm. Venom is, like, sitting at a bar and talking about all this Mm -hmm. stuff. And it was obviously, he gets sucked into a different dimension. Um, So that's that's what happened, really, is they, Vulture, somehow got got sucked into this other dimension. Got sucked into this dimension. Yeah. So we don't know... That's why he goes, I think it has something to do with Spider-Man. But we don't know which Spider-Man is in this dimension. Maybe none. There may not be anyone. Okay. Spider-Man's not in every dimension. But Morbius is good. Um, I mean, he seems to be alright. Then why would he be hooking up with Vulture? Well, you know, there's a lot of who's good, who's bad in the world, right? Like Blade. Blade's good and bad. No, Blade's good. Blade's all good. He's not all good. He's all good. He's not all good. This is this is the marvel of uh, the newer generation, so to speak. It's not like Captain America, who's supposed to be, you know, the epitome of good. This is now the real world mm-hmm. where people are complicated. So Morbius hooks up with the Vulture in the end, and that's supposed to be like maybe the next thing. Is I it? assume they're gonna, they're gonna try. So this isn't I this re- isn't I, Disney's I, I, Marvel. This is Sony. Is that who it was? 
Um, but this is, I think, I, yes, I think, I think they're trying to take whatever characters they can get and build out. They're going to make a, uh, what is themselves. it, what is it called? Um, a different, hold on. Um, I'm holding. I guess. Waiting. All this research that probably should have been done ahead of time. Oh, the Sinister, a Sinister, a Sinister Six film set up to Sony's long desire to have a Sinister Six film. I don't know who the Sinister Six well, are, but I would Morbius assume that this is two of them. Are a part of it? I guess. So, okay, and then you mentioned Venom. So there's a part of the movie where Morbius says... I'm Venom. Which I thought was really funny. I, and of course, I didn't even understand what he was saying. Because yeah. I didn't catch... Yeah. Yeah. So. It amused me, at least. But then he's joking with you, the guy. You never right? saw Venom, right? No. I actually think you would like it, because it's... I do like Tom Hardy. You And it's just dumb enough and campy enough that... Is it good? No, but it's... It leans more into the camp to make it mm-hmm. kind of more entertaining and funny. Yeah. Which, this felt like it was doing it, that sometimes, but it was too serious right. and not campy enough. Yeah, it like, didn't know what it wanted to be like is what the, it felt like to me. To me, one of my... I, I like the talk of, like, vampire lore. Like, I like the joke, like, I'm not that kind of vampire where he pretends, like, his yeah. son hits his hand and then he's like, oh, but he's joking. But she's like, drink coffee. And he's like, I'm off of, deca- I'm, I'm off of caffeine. And she's like, it's decaf. And it's like, a whole thing. Um, those things I found funny. And honestly, I... I think that there they could have made like there was too much setting the scene in this movie, too much giving us the background. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't need to see Milo and Morbius in the fucking hospital orphanage thing. Like we could have just seen, well, or we could it could have been shorter. It didn't have to be as long as it was. Didn't need any of that. And I thought the lab was really cool with like the the big cylinder that had all the bats like flying around in it and stuff. And I thought the moment where he stood, I thought it was really kind of schlocky at first, but then I think I ended up appreciating it more when they're capturing the vampire bats and he stands on the other side of the trap with his hand sliced open and they all just kind of fly after, at him. Um, but and, none of them feed off of him. But none of them feed off of him. And then when he walks into the tank after he is, has the power of the bat and they all just kind of like collect around him. That was my favorite part of the whole thing. Like the whole, his connection with bats and that he was kind of a bat. I didn't understand <laughs> how he could bat. control the bats. So let's talk about that. First of all, I, I know I said this to you last night too because it was the most confusing part of the Where movie for me. Where did all those bats come from? Where the fuck did the bats come from? There are from? a lot of bats in New York City. There are no vampire bats in New York City. I don't think they were vampire bats. They're there just regular are, he bats. He only had a connection with vampire bats, no, and that makes sense. He had a connection with all bats. No, he, di- no, he didn't. Why would he have a connection with all bats? Also, Not all bats, Lindsay. No other bats have that same kind of... Like, vampire bats are pretty rare in that they... They're only in feed school. each other. They uh, function together. They, they are community. Yeah, they care for each other in a way that most other bats don't. Are they the few against so, the many? Yes, yes. So it makes sense that they would all be vampire bats, and I am a firm believer that they would all be vampire bats because it make a lick of sense that they would just be rando New York bats. Where the fuck did they come from? Because vampire bats are in Central and South America, and this was like a couple thousand bats just flew up. Inside of five minutes from fucking Argentina, like it doesn't make any <laughs> I feel sense. Like, I thought they were just regular bats. Why would you think they were just regular bats? Why he would he have a kinship with regular bats? Why would he have a kinship with regular bats? Why wouldn't he? Why would he? <laughs> well, and then why would they go against Milo, who was also part bat? Yes, a good point too. Well, I seemingly it seemed as though uh bat leto leto jared the bat <laughs> was able to control them because he was all like waving his hands around like, right go there bats and then they did but again i don't know that bats have the ability to control other bats so i'm not sure where he got this magical power yeah. oh i got it i got it Lindsay, i got it Lindsay, uh-huh. i got it yeah. yeah the reason he was connecting with the bats and while i still do believe they were just regular bats why would you think they were regular bats? because i don't think milo ever tapped into his powers of echolocation um but Okay. Bat Jared uh-huh. did sure. connect to echolocation, and I think he was calling them. He was calling regular and using, bats. Using the echolocator to help talk to the bats and tell them where to go. No. Uh, that's what I think happened. No. It's dumb. It, it, it it's make any about sense. as dumb as that all denim outfit she was Where the wearing. fuck did the bats come from, Leah? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Like, can anyone tell us what is the population of bats in the state of New York? Uh, I'm just going to go 1.2 million, give or take. You're going to guess that? I'm going to guess 1.2 million. Um, 0% vampire bats, though. 0% in 
New York. Bat population in New York. <laughs> they're going to be like, they're all pigeons. Oh, there, it sounds like there's a lot of bats. Yeah, there are a lot of bats everywhere. Home to nine bat species, New York is. None of which are vampire bats. But I'm not getting a count here. I just told you the count. You oh, but it sounds like white nose syndrome has been ravaging bat populations. Uh, and 99% of tricolor bats in New York State are dead. <gasps> oh, so my, oh, no. my estimate may be off now. I didn't realize that was happening. But apparently there's also a bat week. There's a bat, what, that's when it's safe for them to come out? I don't know. I Personally, I love bats. Here's I think the they're other really thing, cool. though. In the very beginning, he's like, vampire bats are so amazing because they're so small and they can take down an animal 20 times their size. Mm-hmm. That's not how they work. You realize that, right? Right. They, they just don't, drink they don't the take blood. them down. They just, they just like drink the blood. land on a cow. It's like a, a symbiotic relationship. Suckle a bit yeah. and then take off. Yeah. That's not like that's not how they work. But those guys in in Costa Rica were like, we gotta get out of here before yeah. we start. That's not. But I will say again, I if you do the proper world building, I will believe it. Like it is a comic mm-hmm. book thing. If you say to me like this mysterious vampire bat species that only exists in this Mm -hmm. one spot we have found does this thing. Right. And that exposition, by the way, took all of 20 seconds. Mm -hmm. So it's not like you got to build a whole thing in. But if you put something like that in, I'll buy it. But if you don't tell me anything, I'm just going to go off of what I already know, which is that ain't real. It was just really bad writing. It was really bad writing. Really bad. And I, it makes me because they spent so much money on other stuff. Yeah, because it looked cool. I again, it was a cool looking. You want to take a stab at the budget? No. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, I don't think this information is in here. I might be able to find it on Wikipedia. But I, hold on. I do want. I know it was supposed to come out. It what, was before delayed like the pandemic, three right? times. So. Already, I'm sure they're in the red. So, according to this, it's projected to gross, or it was projected to gross around $33 million from 4,200 theaters in its opening weekend. And, man, that theater was empty. It and was. The, the, the movie theater itself, the whole complex felt really empty. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I don't think... I don't know how movie theaters are going to bounce back from this. I do think they will to an extent. I think there are definitely people who still want to see movies in the theater. But it's been a slow-going process. And there are people who still are not either maybe comfortable with going to the theaters mm-hmm. or maybe it just hasn't worked its way back into their lives yet. So, yeah, it, it, we're definitely still in a weird state with movies in general. But as Mike pointed out, there is another bat movie out right now that has actually gotten solid reviews that you know had more to uh more um buzz behind it yeah and and i, mean, and I would guess was a much better well <laughs> movie. also it's it's a known like people like batman yeah there have been some real shitty batman movies right, though but this is a director that people know right. people like batman it's robert pattinson yeah like, I'm yeah. surprised you didn't want to see that instead, just for him. You know, I was really upset. Like, when, when I first realized it's time to go back to the theater, which, for the record, our first foray back to the theater was... Jackass! <laughs> and it was totally worth it. Which, incidentally, yeah, definitely worth your time more so than mm-hmm. Morbius. Yeah. Sorry. Um, and we've seen trailers for some stuff that like, I'm really excited about. The new Nick Cage movie. Very excited for the new Nick Cage movie. Um, nope looks really good. The North nope looked horrifying, <laughs> which means I kind of want to see it, but also really don't. The Northman looks awesome. Yeah. I'm even excited about The Lost City. Yeah, I think yeah. that looks like fun. And um, I think all of those are coming really soon. Yeah. Which is good because I do feel like we've had... Like, okay, look, the last two years, there's been a whole lot of what do I have to look forward to, period, for a variety of reasons. But I feel like for me, at least, I mean, we're doing a fucking podcast about movies, so Mm -hmm. obviously we love movies. So my whole life, I have kind of thought, like, what do I have to look forward to, you know, this month, this month, this month? And a lot of times it is what movies are coming out. And the last few years, there's just been next to nothing yeah and the a ones that of, i have been excited about i still haven't been super excited about. like i was excited about the newest spider-man just because it looked fun and it was fun and i enjoyed it and it was good but i wasn't like really pumped about it who's your spider-man 
My favorite? Yeah. I never saw the Tobey Maguire ones because... Oh, really? They looked... The Upside Down Kiss was like all the things. So they looked dumb. And as you know, I I like Kirsten Dunst now. Since Fargo, I think she's great. The show. No. Everything between... Interview with the Vampire and Fargo, I do not want. And well, aside from Bring It On. Mm. Bring It On's the one That's thing great, in there that I yeah. love. Everything else, I can't stand her. Mm. I just can't. And she was probably the main reason why I didn't want to see it. And I've never been a fan of Spider-Man. Like, it's just not. It's a story about a young man, you know, and mm-hmm. a teenage boy who at some point is a young man. I mean, there are different iterations where he's younger or older, but like. It was never my thing. Mm-hmm. Toby Maguire, I think, is a good actor, but, like, I didn't really care. Kirsten Dunst, like I said at the time, I really didn't like her, so there was nothing in it for me. James Franco. I did love James Franco, and I did think about seeing it for James Franco, mm-hmm. um, which I'm not sure if that was the first one or not. I don't know. I can't remember. It but anyway, I didn't, I never saw, other than when it was on TV, I've seen bits and pieces of the Toby Maguire. I've never mm-hmm. seen any bits or pieces of, I've never the, seen Andrew any Garfield, of the Andrew Garfield, no. which... I have to say, I am a little in love with Andrew Garfield right now. Because of Boom? And I feel like it's, well, it's all of it. It's, so, in Spider-Man, he's a, he's a huge highlight. And Tobey Maguire, too. But, mm-hmm. like, even not having the experience of seeing those movies, I still knew all about them. I've seen, you know, like I said, bits and pieces and stuff. I didn't know exactly who all of the villains were, but, like, you can figure it out just fine. And seeing them all together and having them brought together was the, it was really well done. It was a mm-hmm. lot of fun. So there was that. And then, yes, I saw Tick, Tick, Boom. And he's fucking amazing. And it's wonderful. And mm-hmm. everybody should see it. He's really good in the social And network. then, yes, that was years ago, though. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a great actor, regardless. Yeah. What, what was the one with the four childhood friends? Oh, God. Never Let Me Go? Yeah. Fuck oh God, that, that movie. Was good. Fuck it real hard. It's so good. Not going to watch that I know, because it's depressing. Jesus Christ. It's but awesome. so good. So he did Tick, Tick, Boom. And then Eyes of Tammy Faye. Oh, he's great in Eyes of Tammy Who's Faye. Who's he in Eyes of Tammy Faye? Jim Baker. No shit. Yeah. Maybe I do need to watch that. I told you. It's it's really good. And Chastain did just get the Oscar. And she absolutely deserved it. It was amazing. Her performance was amazing. The movie was really good mm-hmm. because our generation, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I can't totally speak for you and what you know of Tammy Faye, but honestly, what because I remember so of her. so old. No, I'm just saying what I remember of her is she's a joke. Like, I oh, remember no, her. The whole, it was all a joke. Yeah, I mean, like. All, uh, because we knew Sandler her. Sandler did the bit on Saturday Night Live as right. Opera Man. So we knew her girl. from, you know, the late 90s or the late 80s into mm-hmm. the 90s when, yeah, she was just a big fat joke. But yeah. she had. Thank so you, I didn't media. Know, I didn't know about who she really was. And it was really a very interesting story. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, everybody was great. And like I said, Andrew Garfield was great in it as well. He has a TV show coming out in April for FX that I'm excited about because mm-hmm. it's a like murder detective drama. So I feel like it's it's prime Andrew Garfield time mm-hmm. right now. Okay. Um, all of that being said, the only Spider-Man that I really believe in Tom is Tom Holland. Yeah. And that's just because of, you know, how I love the, the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. And he's sure. part of that universe. And I do think I like, like, young, innocent, teenage Peter Parker. And the others were... And young, innocent teenage boys. The, yes, I like young, innocent teenage <laughs> boys. But the others were a little bit older. I think they were supposed... I think both of them started in high school still, but... Yeah. Both of those dudes are Toby obviously... Was in high school. But both of those dudes are obviously Older than, not. yes. I mean, and it's the curse of the 90s Tom and Holland 2000s. seems younger. He right. can play young. Yeah. Not gonna last forever. You know who can be a, could have been a great Spider-Man? Don't fucking say it. Tim Don't Chalamet. No, he couldn't because he could never act that role. He was making a play. He would I feel just be for, like, he dressed sort of as a Marvel character at the Oscars this year. We had the I don't know what no the fuck shirt was with like the Cartier white gold. What do you think Marvel head? characters dress like? I mean, we're talking about fucking Morbius and Venom. You okay, can but do that's not do anything. That's not Disney Marvel anyway. <laughs> that's like side piece Marvel. Piece Marvel. Well, then I think Timmy Chalamet should do some side piece Marvel. I don't think I think you have a problem <laughs> with young men, if I were to even call them that. Oh no, I just like his style. I don't, and I'm tired of it. I'm sick of it, Leah. Did you like him in Dune? I can't I'm remember your child. take about him in Dune. I feel like he was fine. It certainly didn't blow me away. I mean, I didn't think he was amazing, but I didn't have a problem with him. He was fine. I thought he was good. I don't. I mean, it was fine. I thought he was good. It's fine. 
I'm excited for the second Dune. Um, I... Dune 2. Want to see it. I wouldn't say I'm excited. But here's the thing. I have seen Dune, the original. Oh, I see. And I have seen and really liked the sci-fi... Series. Yeah, miniseries that Mm -hmm. was... I want to say a few years ago, but it was really probably like 15, 20 years ago at this point. Huh? Didn't that star William Hurt? I don't remember. Did it have William Hurt? I think it might have. I remember it had... Even if it didn't, R.I.P. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, It had... uh, I want to talk about the slap next. um, Our most favorite Scott. Oh, my God. Oh, Sean Connery? No. No, (laughs) not Sean Connery. Uh, That could be literally anyone. No, he's the last king of Scotland. He's Professor X. Oh, James McAvoy. James McAvoy, yeah. I remember it had James McAvoy. It was one of the first things that I fell in love with James McAvoy for. Really? Yeah. Was he Atreides? Paul Atreides? Maybe. Yes. The main character? The boy? I don't remember if he was Paul or who's his father. He was the father. No, he was Paul. He must have been Paul. Well, because no, the, the series went on for both um the kids after as well oh okay yeah he must have been paul right i guess again it was 15 20 years ago no i'm looking it up now to see when it actually was because i feel like it was when i was back in chesterfield it wasn't that long oh maybe it was that long and that was 2000 and it was william hurt yeah children of dune was the the next series that came after that alec newman no alec newman was paul yeah. So maybe he was you... only in Children of Dune. And he was the son then. Does that sound right? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Leto Atreides. Leto Atreides the second. <gasps> Jared Leto. Leto Atreides the second. Oh my god. We're not doing that. Oh my no. god. Um, do, you Beth... want, do you want to... I want you to guess. I want you to guess the budget for Morbius. Can I have a hint? It's in the millions of dollars. <laughs> Gee, thanks. It's not, it's less than $100 million. I'm going to say 52. 75. No. Isn't it gross? I'll never see $75 million in my life. We got to rob more banks. And that movie's going to lose money. Oh, yeah, it is. It already has just by being on the shelf for so long. God. Anyway, you were saying. Was I? I don't know. I thought you were going to say something about getting Oh! Vampire movies. Yeah. What's your favorite vampire movie? I didn't realize it was going to be that hard of a question. The one that I've seen... Is it because you're going to give, like, a good one and a bad one? Right, so the one I've seen the most is, um... Let me guess, do they sparkle? (laughs) Twilight. And I do like those stories, but if we're talking about, like, vampires just being real bad, um, I don't know, 30 Days of Night's pretty good. Oh, I do love 30 Days of Night. Yeah. It's been years since I've seen it, too. Let me some Josh Hartnett. Um... I really like Dracula 2000. <gasps> I love Dracula. I loved the I which the I have there. Like that's the, the, thing the mythology is, of Dracula. Yeah. It was all about the end for me. The fact that how they tied it back mm-hmm. to Dracula's mm-hmm. origin story. That was really that great. was great. I honestly don't remember if it was a good movie throughout though. Like I want to. Uh, I should watch it again because I have a feeling it wasn't. Uh, honestly, I don't think it was like if honestly. <laughs> probably better than it's got to be better than morbius oh well no i would agree i feel like it is a good story um but maybe there were some things that were off about it and was probably a little campy so i kind of want to rewatch it just to see if it holds up in my mind also really really love john carpenter's vampires no love it hate it it. and i don't like the second one the first one. you know what else i really don't like even though a lot of people love it from dusk till dawn oh i love that one too yeah just don't give a shit i think that's a fun one I can see like, it. Like Harvey I just Keitel don't... saying, like, in a few hours, I'm going to be a lapdog of Satan. Come I, on. Yeah. I just, not it's for me. great. Just don't give a shit. It's a lot of fun. Um, Interview and, with the Vampire. I guess, I know, mean, you I know me. Watched I watched that like... recently. I just, the only thing I really. It's so slow it's and very moody, moody yeah. and kind of sad along with all of this. And that's, that's my, that's my thing. I so. think my favorite thing about Interview with the Vampire, having rewatched it very recently tom cruise so good mm, i yeah, love I mean, him he is it. great yeah i don't like brad pitt in that movie like at all he's very sullen it's gross i don't know it's yeah. gross like, he's, he's very dislike. sullen he doesn't have the personality mm. of yeah. lestat i uh queen of the damned is another fun one i did not watch it all the way through the and i don't remember the if soundtrack it was, is i remember the, the soundtrack was good i don't remember Jonathan if i Davis stopped watching it because i didn't care or just because i just didn't 
Yeah. Um, I mean, I've seen a lot of... Have you seen Nosferatu? No. Bram Stoker's Dracula with Keanu is fun. Do not like that at all. Nosferatu is... I mean, it's it's weird. It's really old. It's mm-hmm. it, it's terrifying. Really? Yeah. I should check Just that for out. the like makeup mm-hmm. alone. The effects. I that was one I watched on HBO not too long ago either. That was like one of the first. Like vampire film. It was a silent movie. I'll have to look it up. Um, I personally think Gary Oldman is the sexiest Dracula. That is a weird thing. And to I don't say. mean like when he's all gross and like pasty, but it's like. like when literal he's wearing butt his top hat and his little shades. When he's wearing his top hat. And he's on shades. the streets with Mina. Love the name Mina. Uh, sure, I like that name. I will give you that. Yeah, vamp- vampires are interesting. You know, I've always loved zombie movies. When we're thinking about monster movies, zombies are my favorite. Mm. And I think vampires are next. Um, and I used to like I the vampire diaries were books that I read when I was younger that I loved and then when the show came out I thought it was a lot of fun but it got really stupid really fast um still love the books though um I think you're talking about like new age vampires and you're more into like the old school like which yeah I want the nostalgia yeah and... like the kind of stuff you get from what we do in the shadows which <laughs> <laughs> no I wouldn't <laughs> You know what, though? <laughs> Speaking of a great vampire movie and television show to follow, yeah. what we do in the shadows is it's up there, fucking amazing. Um, but traditional, let vampires. the right one in. Oh, and you I, know, and to be clear, I do mean let the right one in, not, not the American let, remake. Let, not let me in. Is that what it was? That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. yeah, the original let the right one in was really good. Um, the Lost Boys. I mean, that's, it's not good, a- but I enjoyed it when I was a kid. Yeah, it's fun. What does the old man say? The only, the thing I never could stomach about Santa Clara, all the damn vampires. Buffy. Buffy the movie or Buffy the show? I mean, I love both, honestly. The show, like the movie, I rewatched the movie in the last year and it's just, it's cheese. But Luke Perry, I mean. I mean, one of my favorite parts in it is when he's like hovering outside of her window and they're talking for a minute. Yeah, and they're talking for a minute and it takes her a minute to be like, or for him to be like, uh, how are you doing this? I'm on like the fourth floor. Like, what are you doing, man? So Valley, yeah. The show was pretty good. I I watched almost the show is kind of of pure camp, but in a fun way. Yeah, I had watched a few episodes and I actually just binged pretty much all of it i did watch it all the way to the end um i'm sure there are ones that i missed in there but i watched it as it was actually going uh, yeah um and i did love angel too i actually had watched angel while it was on for a while a couple of seasons Mm -hmm. and i think i prefer angel to buffy i did yeah um i think it was more again for me it was more kind of serious and dark it was much darker i liked i think what i like about the whole vampire mythology and those shows are vampires are still bad like you want vampires to be bad that's the whole thing um i'm okay with them having like existential crises if it's you know like a interview with the vampire kind of situation mm-hmm. but yeah i agree you i want think them to be like i don't know like they do you it want in- them to at least be have that evil draw but so angel's thing is he's a vampire who has a soul whereas other vampires they don't have a soul right Right. so they kind of do the same thing in the vampire diaries where you can turn off your humanity but every vampire has this switch and they can turn it on and they can turn it off um which is kind of interesting to think about um there's a new show on apple that i started to watch and then i canceled my apple subscription but people are still talking about it it's kind of like it kind of reminds me of that concept but severance where you have your work self and your out of work self, but they've done something to your brain where when you're at work you can't you don't remember your life outside of work, and when you're outside of work you don't remember your life at work. Mm-hmm. So when you're at work, that's your innie, and your outie is the person you are outside of work. <laughs> it's really interesting. Um, okay, <laughs> I'm probably gonna have to re up on my Apple so I can go back and watch it again, and I probably need to watch Coda now. Yeah, well, I told you to watch Coda. In the beginning. Like, right after I first saw it. I first saw it when it first 
came out. First was released. Yeah. Um, because it just looked interesting. And I did think, I remember thinking then, wow, this was really good and I told everybody to go watch it. I didn't necessarily think Oscar worthy and I still am kind of like, but I don't know what that means anymore, mm-hmm. Oscar worthy. The Oscars were really irrelevant and they're still irrelevant even though something really crazy and awful happened. It's because they do stupid shit. Watch the SAG Awards if you actually want to see people who are deserving of awards. I think I think the thing with the Oscars too is that Maybe there's no mystery anymore. You kind of know who's going to win stuff. Well, you don't always know because they still do that thing where they make up for it, too. So somebody might be, you know, they should have won five years ago. And then they turned in decent performance, so we're just going to give it to them for this. When, Which, quite frankly, is what I think happened with Will Smith. I don't think that he deserved it at all for King Richard. It was a makeup But Oscar. I do think he deserved it for Ali. But I don't remember who won that year f- against him. Yeah. So it could be that... While I think he was great, whoever did win may have actually been better. Well, but regardless, it should have been should have been Andrew Garfield throwing that out there. Um, although I still haven't seen Power of the Dog, so I admit, you know, mm. um, yeah. Well, is there anything else you want to talk about to do with Morbius? Morbius. I. <sighs> it's it's really just terrible, and it. There were some parts that were laughably terrible, but I think not enough. It should have just, they should have just gone camp. They should have just gone camp. I would have enjoyed it a lot more. Or the other way. And like, made it good. Very, if you're going to go serious, yeah, you have to make have it substance. really, really good. Yeah. If you want something to not, like if you don't want to put the time in to actually, again, build the world, build the story and the characters, then you have to go just fun campy. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if you want it to be taken seriously as a story, you have to make an actual story. So just choose. You, you, you choose. And they failed. They failed. Unfortunately. It's a shame. I can't say I had particularly high hopes for this. I didn't. I thought it was going to be awful. Yeah. I I don't know that I thought it was going to be awful. But I wanted awful. to see a vampire movie. I wanted to see a fun vampire movie. Well, I did not get that. We should just rewatch Dracula 2000. And I didn't like the special effects. It looked too fake. I thought they were fun because they were pretty. I'm not saying that it looked real because I've never seen a vampire bat man <laughs> traverse the city like this. It's so all I, new. It's all I new. can't. Yeah, I can't tell you if it's real or not. But it it was pretty. So I would rec. I texted my sister last night and then I said, "Don't watch it in the theater. Wait till it's like free streaming yeah, somewhere on a yeah. service that you have." It's fun in the because th- like I think the special it's very it's it was dark and the special effects might be harder to it see was on like a smaller so screen. Loud. It was so loud and granted it was an empty theater mm-hmm. and I think that's what it was is they There's they'll do that not enough they, sound dampening yeah they'll calibrate for like a full theater mm-hmm. and then when you're in an empty one in a certain because I've experienced that with other action movies in particular you know where certain things are really loud and it's but I mean it rattled my fucking brain at times mm. like I literally was sitting there covering my ears at some points um and it wasn't even like big action points it was sometimes it was just the vocals just even were just yeah. loud uh, so it would have been nice to be at home where I have volume control too I think the biggest surprise for me was how good he looked I just can't get over how good he looked I don't know how much he might have been retouched his, I, don't I don't think his skin just looked amazing well that's why I'm wondering that's a key sign of retouching probably occurred here. Or he's had, he hasn't had work done. The thing that I I mean, never, I don't know that. The thing that I never liked about him was his, his eyes are a little too close together. Oh. But as, as a young man, as Jordan Catalano, he was incredible. I like, mean, yeah. so sexy. And he did that thing. I actually watched this really shitty movie the other day. It's not really shitty, but it's called Very, Very Good Girl. It stars Elizabeth Olsen. Um, Dakota Fanning and Boyd Holbrook. Oh. oh. And Do you not like Boyd Holbrook? I love Boyd Holbrook. And in this in this Leah. Okay. Go on. Sorry. Carry in on. this film, he there are these young women who are about to go off to college and they meet him and he is playing like he's playing Jordan Catalano. Like Jordan he's Catalano Jordan was kind Catalano. of like the the grandfather, the godfather of all of these kind of like intense artistic types like kind of damaged like really pushing you away but still very sexy and also like want to make out with you and Boyd Holbrook is given that very hard in this film Mm. um super hot I am so confused as to why you still haven't watched Narcos is Boyd Holbrook Narcos he's the main character 
for the first three seasons. In Narcos? Yeah, he's the main agent. He is the agent who transfers from Miami down to work with Pedro Pascal. We're talking about Boyd Holbrook. I guess. (laughs) I mean, now, yeah. How do you not know these things? It's like I tell you about stuff and you're just like, ah, it's dumb. I don't see Narcos on his thing. No, no, not Narcos, not Narcos. When did Narcos come out? Are we? Ta- I don't think we're talking Narcos. about Narcos. Oh, there he is. Steve Murphy. Steve Murphy. Twenty oh. episodes. What do you know? I know. <laughs> what do I know? What and I know? He's also in the Predator. I need to watch that. Uh, I don't know that you need to watch that. But Alien versus Predator is on the list. Do need? You mean AVP? Yeah. <laughs> you do need to watch Narcos. You're killing me here. And the host, man. Those were the days. Okay. Anything else about Morbius besides that it's a disappointment? I would say if you want to watch a core Marvel film that is new, invest in Spider-Man. No Way Home. No, the the newest one, which I don't remember what it was called. The Multiverse, isn't it? Isn't it Into the Multiverse? Oh, is that is that even out yet? Well, I mean, it's out for purchase. It's not like on Disney Plus yet. It's no longer in the theaters, I don't think. I thought that was No Way Home. No, that's the original. The original is... Isn't the original No Way Home? No, the original is Homecoming. Maybe it is No Way Home. Yeah, it's No Way Home. It's not Homecoming. Sure, if that's the most recent one, then you can watch that. But really, if you want good Marvel content right now, I'd probably just watch the shows on Disney+. And if you want good vampire movies, watch any of the ones that I just said. I can't vouch for all the ones Leah said. You didn't name the other old one that was scary that you watched recently oh i forgot about that it was a silent film from germany i want to say it had been on hbo it might not be they just look oh it's vampire that's what it's called it's actually called vampire but with a y vampire yes that's how you say it it sure vampire um but it was it was good it was um like i said it's a silent film so you you know it's and it's there isn't any gore or anything. Nineteen thirty-two. A drifter obsessed with the supernatural stumbles upon an inn where a severely ill adolescent girl is slowly becoming a vampire. There you go. That's it. Yeah. It's not like the greatest thing ever, but yeah, it's it's, it's very eerie. Right. Um, very like dark gray, cloudy shots. Right. Not Looks my. Like it's still on thing. HBO Max. Is it okay? We'll yeah. go watch that. Or Dracula 2000. Or, it's or, not a vampire movie, but you could watch Hellbender on Shudder, and that one's pretty good. But that one's about Hellbender? Yeah. It's good. Okay, again, just listen. Or you could watch Lamb. Lamb's also good. Listen to Lindsay. Fantasy. And take everything Leah says with a grain of salt. No, I watch good stuff. Name one good stuff. <laughs> Name one. Not one <laughs> Tell me again what your choices were for <laughs> this week. Fuck off. I just want you to open your, expand your mind a little bit, you know? What do you mean expand? I watch crap, too. Not the good crap. I mean, I watch some good crap. Like what? Like, I don't know, stuff, things. It's always sunny. It's always sunny? That's not crap, though. That's really good TV. No, exactly. Oh, I've been watching uh, the American Crime Story Impeachment. Mm, that's right, and you're that's, like, it's no. That's not good. We, we're not big fans of Ryan Murphy. No, not even. And I've tried. I have tried so many times. There's just something, either it's way over the top or it's weirdly paced and missing something. Mm. I just can't. I don't, I don't know. I don't understand. There's nothing that I have seen of his that I've really liked other than maybe things he's collaborated on with other people. Mm. Um, but yeah, I feel like, didn't he do the most recent Angels in America adaptation? No idea. I think he may have, and that was good. If he wasn't involved, that would explain why it was good. If he was involved, I would say it's probably because it was an adaptation that it was good. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, don't, so, okay. Vampire stuff, watch something that's not Morbius. Marvel stuff, watch something that's not Morbius. (laughs) And stuff in general, watch something that's not Ryan Murphy. It's always sunny. Sure. The movie virgins. Hey people, this is Leah. We're back. 
that's it. We're back. I stored cat piss in the refrigerator at my work today. So that's how, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at in life. Um, so not much has changed actually in the last year, I guess. Um, we miss doing this. We're glad to be back. We hope that all five of you will tune in weekly to listen to what we have to say. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. I want to dedicate this episode to my nephew, the Marine, because I'm really proud of him, and to Brian, and I'm sorry we're not releasing episodes on Monday like we did, I don't know, two years ago, Brian. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, it's been a weird pandemic, but we're back. Uh, not much else to say. Oh, uh, we love Melissa Powers. She's a sexy fucking bitch, and she's still got it, folks. You should check her out. She's got some singles out there in the world. Check her out. All right. Check you later. It's the movie.